Welcome back to Baytown Engage. Today I have a very special guest, someone who is doing amazing things for our community and across the board, Tammy Guidry. Yes. I want to call you everything else. I say, Miss Tammy. Yes. You are the Director of Outreach and Homeless Services. Yes, that's For correct. Talent Yield Coalition and Marcellus Williams. Yes, that is correct. You are doing such amazing things, Miss Tammy. Thank you so much. And you're so humble and sweet about it. And I said, let's talk about what all you do. So you're part of the hot team out here in Harris County. You are out here trying to help our citizens who are in between places, just needing assistance on so many different levels. But I want to first ask, what was your journey to getting to this position to helping people have to be a part of having a heart of service? Yes. Well, I've always had a heart of service, even from growing up as a little child. I always cared for children and always had a desire to help those that are less fortunate. Mm -hmm. And I was a school bus driver for 17 years with Goose Creek Independent School District. Back in 2017, I had an accident and I was no longer able to drive the school bus Mm -hmm. due to injuries. And so I had to resign. And after I resigned, I really was at home, didn't have too much to do. And I was like, what what should I do? What can I do? And I stumbled up on Marcellus Williams Resource Center. Mm -hmm. And I was asked if I would like to be a volunteer. So I said, sure, to get me out the house, to get me something to do, keep me busy (laughs) and help people that are in need. Right. And so I started there volunteering. And next thing you know, one thing led to another. And here I am doing the homeless outreach and other outreach events with the Marcellus Williams Resource Center. And like I said, I've always wanted to help those that are in need. I had an outreach program at our church okay. where we fed the uh, the homeless and those that are in need once a month. And that sort of fizzled out and I was just left with nothing really to do. Mm-hmm. And so I am so thankful that God put me here where I can help those that are less fortunate. So you were taking care of our kids on the school bus, which mm-hmm. isn't, listen, to be a school bus driver for these kids <laughs> is something totally different. But, you know, at church, like you said, you was mm-hmm. already reaching out, helping those in mm-hmm. need. So it's already in your heart, in your mind. Yes. You're sitting at home bored, don't yes. know what to do, mm-hmm. twiddling your thumbs. Yes. Like most people who still retire, like, what else can I do with myself? Yes. And you came across Marcellus Williams. So before we get into what you do, let's talk about who and what is Marcellus Williams? What do they do? Okay. Marcellus Williams is a resource center. And what we do is we connect the community with various resources that are out there. A lot of people don't know what social service agencies or social service resources may be in the community. Say if you need your bills paid or if you need help filing for disability or help signing up for food stamps or Medicaid, we're able to do all of those services for you. And we don't have a fee. Everything that we do is free. There's no aid limit. There's no income limit. There's no restrictions at all. You know, a lot of agencies, they have certain restrictions to where they only help those that are senior citizens or single parents or things like that. We help everybody, regardless of race, gender, background, income. We help everyone. And so that's what we do at Marcellus Williams. So it's almost like so many of us want to help. Mm-hmm. We had Mr. Eddie on a few months ago. Yes. So many people want to help. And like he said, you can help and you're doing one part, but mm-hmm. many people who are are in need, like you said, is vast age. There's no limit. Yes. They need to be their hand needs to be held. Yes, and you're holding hands every day. I see yes. you do it in the <laughs> library because they don't know where to go. Yes, they don't know the first point of contact, and many mm-hmm. times it's a transportation issue. They can't get yes. there. They don't have their identification, like you said. Mm-hmm. So you're helping people with whatever that need is. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Marcellus Williams and you, you have like the bucket of what the need may be or mm-hmm. the contact. You yes. may not be able to do it, but I know who to get you in contact yes. with. So that's amazing. That's great. You found mm-hmm. them. You found mm-hmm. your purpose. Like, this is what yes. I want to do. Oh, yes. And so you start off as a volunteer and now you're the director of <laughs> outreach services. Yes. Uh, and homelessness services. Mm-hmm. That is, you're busy. Yes. You are super busy. So I know you come to the library here once a week, sometimes twice a week, yes. <laughs> to help those in need. And some people walk in, you already have appointments set. Yes. So tell me about your day. Tell me about what is it that you do as a director for um, outreach and homelessness? Okay. What I do on a daily basis is it's not just those clients that we see here at the library. Mm-hmm. We do have many homeless clients that will call our 855 number and leave a message for me to give them a call back to assist them with their services. Many of them, as you said, don't have IDs. They don't have birth certificates. They don't have social security cards. Their things get lost or stolen. Right. And so we're able to assist them to get all of those things because we know that without those documents, you really can't get a job. You can't find any place to stay. And so we those are the basics that we start off with first. Mm-hmm. And then there are many that need food. So we assist them with immediate food needs. We work in hand in hand with Parts and Hands, which is a, a Baytown organization that provides food for those that are in need. And so if we if they need food, I can refer them over there to Hearts and Hands. So I also help them sign up for food stamps, uh, Medicaid, if they're eligible for Medicaid or Medicare. We help them with uh, referrals to the Legacy uh, Community Health Clinic, also the Harris Health Clinic. Okay. And as you said, we hold their hand because a lot of them don't know what to do. Right. I've had several clients that have come to us that this is their first time being homeless. COVID has affected so many people. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yes. COVID really changed the dynamic. It has. It It really has changed the dynamics. You have those who've had jobs for years, always worked, and now they're unemployed. They have no money. They don't have any way to pay their rent. So now they're homeless, living in their cars. And so we have to walk them through that step of how to find the services, how to get back onto their feet. We've helped them with jobs. I referred several to um, different jobs that I hear about in in Baytown and surrounding areas. And I'm proud to say that nine of our clients have found jobs. And I also had a client this morning that called and he told me he has a job and he just needed to get some more uh, documentation and he needed to get uh, a gas card to get to the job. And I I referred him to uh, the work source because they're able to help him with the things that he needed. And so it makes you feel good when these clients come to you and they are able to get the services that they need. And especially those that really want to work and want to get a job. And a lot of times society has a misconception that the homeless, they don't want to do nothing. They're just being out there being bums. That's true on on some aspects. There are some that really don't want to do any better. That's what they are used to doing. But there are so many more that want to do better. They want jobs. They want somewhere to stay. And I'm just glad that I'm the person that is there to help them along the way and help them find their direction. And, you know, I see people's faces come in. Miss mm-hmm. Tammy here, she's going to be here because when they hear about it, mm-hmm. they know they can have that one on one. And what mm-hmm. I've witnessed is mm-hmm. it's very intimate. It's There's not a mm-hmm. lot of people around. It's just you and your client mm-hmm. having a conversation and you're trying to help them out. And like you said, you have a whole new set of clients in 2020 mm-hmm. that have are in a new position. Mm-hmm. And I started hearing the term food insecurity, which was yes. a new term for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're hungry. I didn't know what that food insecurity was. Yes. Was but they they don't know they never had to be in that position. Yes. So with COVID the way it happened, how did that help or harm your reach to your clients? It's really helped us a lot because we're able to reach more people. Okay. We 
we we uh, as, as part of our outreach, we also have packages, and these packages are information packages that we have our flyers and brochures in. We also have brochures of other agencies. We have masks and hand sanitizers in these packages, and what we do is distribute them during the food drives that they have in Baytown okay. and surrounding areas. We drop them off also at churches and other areas that are doing the food drives. That way, our information gets out there to let people know, hey, you're not out there by yourself. There is help. And a lot of people have come to us through the packages they received through the food drive. Because right. there, there's so many that just didn't know what to do. And going to a food drive was their first time even having to do that. You know, they've always had food. They've always had their rent paid and their bills paid. But now it's a whole new dynamic for them. And so we reach out to them in many ways. And we have so many clients that have come to us this past year just needing help, especially with food. They don't know about the food drives. They don't know where to go, the food pantries, and we're able to give them that assistance. The homeless clients that come here to the library, I do have food on hand to give them. We've had donations from different organizations, and I do have food that I give them when they leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they want it, I ask them if they would like some, and some do, some don't. And so I have food and water for them and you know, just to meet their immediate hunger. And then, uh, like I say, I ref- refer them to Hearts and Hands or any other organization that I know is giving away food. I refer them there. Many times they may not have a ride. We do have bus passes that we give to them okay. to help them to get to the different places that they have to go to. And we try to support them in every way that we can. We don't want to see anybody go without. And it sometimes if it means that we have to go into our own pocket and give them a few dollars to get them something to eat, we'll also do that. We try to do that as mm-hmm. well. So let me ask you. So I first heard about Marcellus Williams mm-hmm. through the program with Harris County. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that, where some of you come out early in the morning mm-hmm. to certain locations. I think you partnered with our Parks Department yes. and explaining to they came to you saying Cliff from Parks came to yes. you saying we have citizens out here mm-hmm. in the parks who need assistance mm-hmm. how do we help yes. and then you partner with Harris County and they have their own team who are just trying to get people housing mm-hmm. or places to stay yes. and I know it may seem intimidating seeing someone pull up in a uniform yes. but they're really there to help so yes. how did that partnership happen for Marcellus Williams and how mm-hmm. has that been where do you go and meet people where they are okay back in September of last year we teamed up with the Baytown Parks Department. They were having some issues with the homeless living in the parks and so they wanted to know how could we help them and between us, the Baytown Parks Department and the Harris County Homeless Outreach Team, we were able to go out in the parks and meet these different individuals who were homeless living in the parks. We visited about five different parks in Baytown to see those uh, individuals and see what needs that they had Mm -hmm. and we have been working with the Harris County Homeless Outreach Team for several years. Our director met them one day driving down the road and she wanted to find out what what did they do and, and what how, how we could uh, help, right. help each other you know and help those that are out there in need and so we we got with them and they are one of our biggest partners mm-hmm. they help with the IDs because like I said oh, a lot okay. of homeless do not have IDs the Harris County Homeless Outreach Team is able to make a homeless ID it's it's good for a year and they could use that ID to get a state ID as well as if they need it for a job but just have identification on them the ID is free and it is for those that are homeless. And so we make sure that that's one of the first things that we take care of is that ID. And that way we can go on further to get their birth certificate and social security card. But yes, we've had a great working relationship with the homeless outreach team. And as of today, we haven't seen as many in the parks as we did before. A lot of them that were in the parks, they did come to us. They came to the library or they met us elsewhere and we were able to to meet their needs. And the, the Harris County Homeless Outreach Team, they go out more than we do and they do refer 
the clients to us, Mm -hmm. and that way we can help them with their needs that they have. So I know you come to the library on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Yes, Tuesdays between (laughs) 1 and 4, you're here to meet people where they are. And because the library is, we're a public hub, you know, Mm -hmm. people come here. And the outreach team and yourself have been out here early in the morning talking to citizens and those who are homeless or just Mm -hmm. in between. So where can we find you? How do you meet people? I know you come here. Mm-hmm. Are you seven days a week at different locations? How does that work out for you? Well, actually, no, I'm not seven <laughs> days a week. <laughs> I'm putting work on you, huh, Miss Tammy? No, yeah. I, I can do sometimes six days a week. Right, yes, right. I have had that. But usually, if they're not able to meet us here at the library, yes. they can call our 855 number and leave a message, and I will meet them. If I have to meet them somewhere, I don't mind going and meet them wherever it is that they need. And usually, we do the intakes and everything over the phone, and mm-hmm. we, we can do a lot of their needs over the phone. Right now, the greatest need is housing and shelter. And in the Baytown area, there is limited shelter. And we are trying to work hard to find those that want shelter to find them shelter. And affordable housing is one of the other biggest obstacles that we have. We do have a lot of clients that are homeless that are receiving a disability, but the amount that they receive is so low to where they can't afford housing. So we're working with that right now, trying to get them into stable housing and stable environments and break the cycle of homelessness. Right. And that's sad because many are getting like you said many are getting mm-hmm. disability but mm-hmm. rent and lease is so expensive yes. and then if they go into one of the extended stay hotels mm-hmm. that will eat their money up before yes. the month is out yes. because you have a place to stay but can you eat yes you know all of those things so then you have to battle those struggles yes. and it's sad mm-hmm. because you get somewhere to you know lay your head which mm-hmm. you want comfort mm-hmm. but then you're hungry yes or I can have money to eat but mm-hmm. I can't lay my head now I'm paranoid mm-hmm. because yes. I'm not safe. Mm-hmm. I know just from you working here during the pandemic last year when you mm-hmm. started I'm at the library the struggle was with COVID, mm-hmm. the limited space in, in shelters throughout. Mm-hmm. Has that lessened and also with the restrictions on shelters mm-hmm. what do we need to do? I mean I'm just asking like how do we open up more? What do we do to limit mm-hmm. those restrictions? I don't, I'm just trying to figure out what can we do to make it a little bit easier mm-hmm. to get them in? Yes, uh, it, it has been difficult and a lot of the shelters that are in Houston, they have opened up a little bit more. Okay. There's still a lot of restrictions and a lot of the clients don't want to go to the Houston. They want to, especially the ones that are here in Baytown, they really want to stay in the Baytown area. The shelter that is here in Baytown, they do have restrictions. If, if you're disabled, they will not accept you. And that's one of the things that I would like to see that we could work on, that there's some way that if they are receiving disability or if they are disabled, that they can find somewhere for them to go. You know, and it's it, like you said, it's really sad that they they have money but it's not enough for everything it's not Mm -hmm. enough for somewhere to stay not enough for food and the basic needs that they're going to have you know and so one of the things that I would like to see especially in the Baytown area is that we do have more shelters that are more accepting of those that are disabled and those that that can't meet the requirements at one uh, at one of the other shelters and also we have a lot of we don't have as many women homeless as we do men oh okay yes a, a lot of our clients are men and we do have several that are dealing with mental illness. Mm -hmm. And that is another stumbling block for many of them because there's nowhere for those that are mentally ill to go as well. And like I said, a lot of them don't want to go into Houston. They've had bad experiences in Houston and they really don't want to be in that environment anymore. So we're doing our best to address their needs and find them places to go, whether it's with friends or family or even those that may not know each other. If there's a boarding house or something Mm -hmm. that are taking in the homeless, we work with those guys as well. How do you deal with, and is 
there's someone on staff, when you do have a client having those mental struggles or having those breakdowns or dealing with their own issues, because mm-hmm. many of them are medication, mm-hmm. but they have to get to Houston for the medication mm-hmm. or the communication is not, is jumbled. They're trying to communicate and you're mm-hmm. there by yourself with them. Mm-hmm. But do you have someone on staff when it comes to the ones who need that extra assistance because of their own mental barriers? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Well, that's why we call the homeless outreach team. Okay. They come out if if we need them to come out Mm -hmm. and they will take those clients to Houston to get the help that they need, the the mental help that they need. We did have a client last week that had a mental breakdown. Mm. And so we had to send her to Houston and she was able to go and get the help that she needs. She called me a few days later and she was a totally different person. Mm -hmm. You can just tell in her voice that she was totally different. She still was homeless. She still needed help, but she was finding more help. She found a friend that was able to uh, to let her spend a few nights there at her house with her. And the thing now, she just is working on getting her medication regulated mm-hmm. and staying on her meds. A lot of times they, they have their meds, they'll start them and something uh, go on to where they either lose them, someone steals them, or they're just out there and then they're without meds until they can get money for the next month to, to get their meds. And you did mention, which I think people may be surprised, I'm not surprised that you have a higher number of men mm-hmm. who are homeless, but let's talk about your your veterans, mm-hmm. your ex-military. Yes. Is that a high number as well? And is the help that you give them a little bit different because of that background? Yes, there there is a, a few veterans that we have seen and their background is it's a little different because they are able to get a little more resources. Okay. But right now, all the resources are in Houston. Mm. And sometimes it's hard for them to either get to Houston or they just don't want to do the process to get to Houston or, or to get into the VA and, and get the, the help that they need there. Because everything is a long process. And by everything being closed down last year and it was so hard for them to get immediate help. And there's a backlog now of people who yes. need help, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, right. It's, it's a waiting list for a lot of services and a lot of things. So we're just praying that the, the wait list dwindles down some mm-hmm. and that they are able to get the help that they need. But we do have a few veterans that we have been working with. One of the uh, veteran clients, he wanted to go to Houston, then he changed his mind. And we don't force anybody to do anything. We allow them to make their own decisions, whether they want to go seek further help or not, if they want to shelter or not. You know, we it's up to them. We don't force them. We don't make them to do anything. We don't ban them from the parks or any other area that they're in unless they are on private p- property and someone That's asks totally them different. Yeah, and yeah. they want them to leave. We'll do our best to talk to them and let them know, you know, you can't be here. They want you to leave off this property. Is there somewhere else that you can go? So, but a lot of our clients, they have been really receptive of us helping them. Mm-hmm. I haven't had anyone that, that wasn't pleased. We can't do everything overnight. A lot of them, I did have one that he expected everything to be done immediately. It didn't work like that. So he did get a little frustrated and a little upset, which I, that's understandable. You know, it's right. his first time being homeless and he did want things done as quickly as possible. But it's not an overnight process. Sometimes it takes time for us to find different resources that are out there. It takes time for us to find if there is any available shelters or any available housing. It does take time. But most of our clients are very satisfied with our services that we have given to them. I had one man I met the other day and he uh, had heard about me. Miss Tammy, my name is everywhere. <laughs> You are known. Yes. Samuel, you're famous. Yes. You are famous. He had heard about me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> 
Yes, but uh, and I'm just glad that I'm able to help. This is a passion of mine. Has always been a passion of mine to help someone because we never know when it could have been us. You know, you never I, know. Yeah, you I look at my know. life and I said, there's many times that it could have been me. You know, yeah. and I wouldn't have had anybody out there to help me. And so we're we're doing our very best to help those that are in need and especially our homeless population because believe it or not, the homeless population in Baytown is growing. I know there's a lot of people that really don't believe that, but it really is. Within the past six months, we've already seen over 70 clients that have come through our services, whether it's here at the library or over the phone or at our office in Highlands. So we do see many homeless clients. I get maybe three or four calls a week, uh, and that's just the calls. That's not the ones that come here to the library. Right. Yes. With that increase, would you say that they are, I don't like to say new to homelessness, but this Mm -hmm. is new for them or Mm -hmm. they're new to the area? Mm -hmm. What is it? Is it it like a mixture? It's a mixture. Mm -hmm. It's a mixture. There's some that are, are new to homelessness. Like I've said, they fell on hard times and they have lost their jobs or whatever the situation is. And then there are some that have moved to the area from other places. We do have some that I've seen that have been all all, all over the United States. Mm. And this is what they do. They're, they're chronically homeless. It's just in them to be, I, I want to say, like nomads. They like to go from here to there. And so, and they're happy. You know, I don't try to force them, hey, you need to stay here or settle down or whatever. This is what they like to do. They like to go from state to state, place to place. And so we do have, I've seen many that have just fallen on hard times. And, and that's what basically the majority of them are. They had jobs. They were doing good and mm-hmm. something happened to where they've lost their jobs. I've had a few that have been in jail and have come home and don't have any anywhere to go. The world know. is totally different. Yes, they need yes. Help. They've right. been been locked up for, for years and they come back and the family's gone, the friends are gone and there's nowhere for them to go. And of course if you have a felony record, you really can't rent an apartment. So Can't get th- a job. Yes. Can't, rent even, can't mm-hmm. get anything. It's, can't it's anything. so hard for them. So we've had those clients. We've had a mixture of clients of every race, every background, everything, you know, every economic uh, status. I've had one gentleman, he was a CEO of a company and something happened to where he fell out on hard times and mm-hmm. now he was homeless. But we've worked with him and, and helping him to get back on his feet and he seemed like he's going in the right direction now. That's good. I will say that the work that you and everyone at Marcellus Williams is doing is amazing. Thank and you. people don't realize that it truly is hand-holding. Yes. You're truly the group that you don't have to be homeless to get your assistance. Yes. People mm-hmm. think that, but it's not that. You're here mm-hmm. to help everyone who needs help. It may be, I, I'm just, I need food. Mm-hmm. I need bill assistance. Mm-hmm. I need transportation. I need bus passes. Yes. I need help just getting through to the VA. Mm-hmm. Your organization, your company, what Marcellus Williams is doing is being that hand, mm-hmm. being that, you know, that bridge, mm-hmm. the concierge for them to yes. get things done. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And I know chronic homelessness is different. That's pretty much that's mm-hmm. the life. Yeah. But everything else is so brand new for everyone. Yes. Chronic, they're going to come through, get assistance. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is new to them. And, yes. they, and we're so used to everything happening mm-hmm. like this. We're like, what do you mean it's going to take a while? Mm-hmm. You have to have patience. Yes, that is so you true. You have to have patience with you, mm-hmm. everyone else, and realize that you're one person mm-hmm. and you have a team, but you yes. have to be patient and know that you're going to try to get it done the best you can. Yes. I want to say, Miss Tammy, thank you so much for coming in. And thank you so much for having me. Please make sure you give us the phone number to call you in, in case we need to get your 855 yes. number. Okay, our 855 number is 855 855- 
449-1472. You call and mash option one, leave a message, and I'll get back with you. Also, if we wanted to volunteer, is that how do we do that? How would we be able to volunteer and you help can, out? You can also call our 855 number. Mm-hmm. Again, that's 855-449-1472. You can leave a message, or you can. we're on Facebook as well, mm-hmm. and we do have a website, which is talentyieldcoalition.org. Just go on to our website to sign up to volunteer, but I think they've changed it a little bit. We're working on some new stuff. Right. So, but yes, but if you if you dial the 855 number and leave a message, we'll we'll get back with you. That is amazing. I'll make sure that's all in the description. Description. Okay. Thank you so much, Ms. Tam, for coming in and oh, telling us more you. about the great work Marcellus Williams is doing and what you're doing. You're here every Tuesday. Yes. Unless something comes up. Yes. Every Tuesday from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Yes. You can walk in and talk to Miss Tammy or you can make an appointment call that number. She'll yes. get with you and she'll work around it. I'm not going to make her work six days a week. It's not up to me. <laughs> Don't listen to me when I say six, six seven days a week. But um, you are here to help and they come in looking for you. Yes. And and I also want to say that it's not just the homeless. We're here for everyone. If mm-hmm. someone else needs some assistance, we're here at the library on Tuesdays, 1 to 4. Mm-hmm. And not just for the homeless clients, but it's for anyone that needs assistance. Right. And you've helped so much more than nine people. That's just mm-hmm. a small number. You have helped mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. But just for right now, it's a slow, it's a slow go. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming in. Thank Thanks you. for all the great work you're doing because it is needed. Everyone doesn't have the patience or heart to do it. Yes. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Baytown Engage. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Stay tuned.